0: Welcome to Africa on focus, where we share our success stories, Africa, the continent, the young diaspora, entrepreneurs, influencers, change makers, and so much more. I'm Miss Abba and this is Africa on focus, the podcast, not entirely sure what that is, but, um, um, you know, there is something going on, but first let's talk about, uh, black history month because, uh, black history month in UK it's it's actually that. Uh did you know that, Donnie?
1: I had no <laughs> idea.
0: <laughs> it's um the US one is in, in um February, February mm-hmm. and UK one is uh, is in October. Um well you know the, the black people in UK are a bit more what's it called? I don't know what it is. I won't say if it's United, but they're more or less claiming their spot in, you know society
1: they're more or less claiming their spot.
0: i would say more
1: well i mean they have they have claimed their spot already okay um let's say um because for the uk here's the difference um yeah. in the states the states became the states after yeah. slavery or whatnot yeah but the british they are they already had an empire and thus so the british colonies yeah the jamaicans the caribbeans
0: ghanaians nigerians all of
1: them (laughs) right so they claimed us yeah so um um, that that made it um that made us um let's say rightful um owners of sure of of the
0: empire the
1: yeah exactly so after the empire was uh um, after slavery yeah um when we go to the uh, we go to England mm-hmm. uh, to Britain, we also feel yeah it's it's easier for us to adapt right. them anyway right um, yeah but the other way around for let's say African Americans in 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 the states yeah that's you know that's that's totally different it's, it's different yeah, right or even for Africans going back to um, or for Africans going to the the Americans is also totally different. right
0: right it's yeah. a whole other d- dynamic per per region and 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 all of that um and I think you know there uh because basically you know the black history Month it says it by itself you know it's it's highlighting the history and uh and all of that um and i and I have noticed you know upon doing some research is that you know they have some type of they have some at least fifty years of history of black people on in Britain that have you know achieved um Anything, mm-hmm. you know, great or small.
1: Yeah, um, and I believe um, black people um, from all of they they uh, migrated to England quite early. Yeah,
0: um, was it the 30s, 1930s, or
1: something? Yeah. yeah. So that's that's very um, that's uh, very early. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and what, we're now in 2020, so that's almost a century ago. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Definitely
0: well it's uh, it's starting uh, this whole month of uh, october uh, there you will be seeing it pop up uh, whether that be on social media or even the television channels uh, whereby uh, Black history is uh, celebrated and particularly Black history as we know it from uh, the United Kingdom. Uh, a eclectic collection of images of Black people from all sectors of uh, British life have been selected for an exhibition marking the importance of Black History Month in uh, Britain this October. Uh, it's an online show which features about 50 striking pictures on a wide range of themes with portraits, uh, demonstrations, women artwork, carnival musicians dancers and more featured more than 100 images were submitted uh, to the show's organizers alternative arts working with tower hamlet council in east london from established and emerging artists the final selection aims to connect on black lives past and present and the issues that confront them and while Black History Month is a long-running annual event, this year it has become even more relevant and important, you know, with the Black Lives Matters movement, having been trussed back uh, into the wider daily conversation following the death of uh, George Floyd in the U.S., and commenting on the significance of Black History Month 2020, Catherine Ross, who is editor of the HM uh, website, said it was a time to look forward and celebrate the here and now and the future possibilities. Do you think this way of celebration is still needed?
1: Um, more, well, more or less. Um, Yes but then again no why it's, is that it's it's only let's say what makes it necessary is the fact that because this all I've noticed um what makes black history month different why is it important um and one of the things is because you know it it creates the space where black excellence um, is celebrated yeah nationwide yeah and why is that even important because it's not nece- uh it's not that you cannot get the information in yeah. any other month no because and this is what i thought um uh, um when i when i uh, saw this topic is yeah um it's because in the academia as well they focus they will focus in that within that month sure they will focus on right so yes we all have access to black history we all have have access to black excellence and whatnot yeah Um, but in this particular month um, uh, it's let's say from the governance side of things they also uh, will offer or present this um, black history to those who may not go out there seeking for this knowledge and for this so in that aspect yes it's great however do do black people need this type of celebration no not necessarily Mm. no actually i i would say it it actually deviates from from what we expect Mm. um um, to be celebrated or to be given to us right yeah Uh,
0: i see so so basically what i hear you saying is you know from that point of view where people uh, where it's like embedded into (laughs) what's it called the white system as we know it today then it's good but in in general um does it need to be celebrated like that in just a month you know no it does not
1: no it it doesn't add any value uh, really to to the black advancement or to the Mm. african yeah
0: right Mm. interesting perspective interesting perspective
1: and if it doesn't have any it doesn't add any economic or any uh mm-hmm. um real real value to the people yeah then you know what what's the what's the point like sure right but, but yeah information wise it does provide those who may not have you know um, had any experience or had any knowledge mm-hmm. of it yeah for them it's uh, very important
0: right yeah mm. I see. Well, the thing is, for me, you know, I, you know, pretty much here in the Netherlands, I know they're trying to introduce that as well. There is um, um, there is a Black Achievers Awards, you know, here and it it purposely is organized in October. So uh, there is a growing group of black people here that, you know, um, ride on that train, you know, really taking the opportunity to educate, you know. um, But doesn't that
1: create a, a certain like separation, though?
0: Um, you know what, I'm not sure. I, I really think it it depends. You know, um, I, I know that on, on the news, they discussed uh, about, you know, taking black history on in the curriculum. And, you know, just to share the world from the view of other people as well. Mm-hmm. And to make them realize that, okay, when they took over, was it the state, there were actually people living there, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I don't know, I think it's it's a good question to consider. Uh, at the same time, some feel like, wait, this, we are part of, you know, the Holland now, so this should be around. There are so many discussions uh, about that. Um, for me, I think, I think it's good. Um, but, but also I I haven't taken the time to celebrate with them in that way. I haven't participated in their event. So if I haven't, then it means something is missing before, you know, mm-hmm. I, I do join in. Um, it doesn't take away the fact that um, younger people should, you know, be more informed as to yeah. what, you know, Black people do, the impact. Right. Um, yesterday, I was uh, at an event or, or let's just say a meeting and some some who had been around here in, in the Netherlands for a very long time uh, spoke even to anthropologists uh, that have done research here in Amsterdam Southeast. Yeah. And they were explaining that, you know, here there was some type of, uh, among the average young people, there was some type of knowledge as to the impact of black people because of these role models, you know, um, some black rappers or something that they look up to anything in sports, but at some point in their lives, you know, they marry their within their own community, Mm -hmm. you know, they, they continue life in their own community. Mm -hmm. So they're actually taken away from that story and that growing in that knowledge of Mm -hmm. that. And then the black people just remain and, you know end up probably not continuing their uh, artistic journey or they end up going on another road mm-hmm. w- which was quite an interesting observation uh but my point um is i do i do think that as far as uh, you know the educational side of it it's it's really necessary um right. uh, but but then again i um i it happens to me that you know october hits and i'm like oh yeah it's <laughs> black history month but i, I i'm not like looking forward to it you know um uh, before in the year but i do like the educational bit because i i happen to discover every year some people that are just doing great things
1: Mm -hmm. absolutely definitely
0: absolutely um by the way speaking of that i call it black excellence uh did you know that uh did you know of the black history museum in in u.s do you know of it
1: the um in what state in georgia yep have you
0: heard it. of it did yeah you, did you know the the architect designer is an is a Ghanaian
1: no I did not know that
0: all right that's a bit of black excellence uh, that's worth celebrating <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah there is actually a Ghanaian behind it and uh Eben a uh, shout out to Eben he was the one that really brought my uh attention to it mm-hmm. and um uh let me make sure I get my sources right before somebody screenshot it and is like what so there's National Museum of African American History and Culture. And uh, there is a man, a British Ghanaian called uh, David uh, Ajay. Um, it's, it's written differ- differently than the regular Ajay. So oh. I'm just assuming it's Ajay. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and he has quite of an interesting um, uh, architectural s- uh, style. And uh, for instance, there are some uh, significant projects he has been on that museum, for instance. And also um, uh, Brad Pitt had a, uh, had a project, Make It Right project, which was uh, um, the rebuilding of New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina. So he, you know, designed um, the houses. You know, it has a particular style. I'll show you in a bit. Is it's a really um, modern style of kind of we call it bloca. You know that type of, uh, uh, of things. And um, also, I I know um, that you know he had been um, what's it called. What's this right word for it? You know, the, the Commonwealth, this award they give. It's not an award, it's a distinction. The one that Denta has, you know that that one. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't remember. Okay, so an OBE, which is a, a distinction that you get from um uh, the Queen, the Queen of England, her 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 highness, um, um to reward or actually celebrate and and yeah, I give you that disti- distinction for really making a, a change in a particular sector. So,
1: is it when you get knighted?
0: Uh, something like that. We're going to have someone to to educate that, us on that because seriously, uh, the Dutch aren't as as um, what's it called? You know, if we, if we look back at you know the European countries and the way they colonized, the mm-hmm. British are really. You know, proud and sharing their their pride and making mm-hmm. sure they rule so uh, it, it it really involves a bit of their 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 ways of ruling yeah. of of giving um, particular people that distinction. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he is one to look uh, out for. Um, people know him you know as an, as a noted architect, uh, but for those of you who might not know, um, you should definitely check out David Ajay. Uh, because his work is magnificent he is uh, a noted architect and that's a bit of black excellence and piece of education I like sharing.
1: Okay. Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. I had no
0: idea. Yeah we should definitely uh, go into that. Uh, another thing of uh, black history well I don't know if I should call it black history but uh, Dutch museums vow to return art looted by colonialists. We have talked about that yeah. many times. Um Well, uh, it's estimated that about 100,000 exhibits may be uh, repatriated to remedy historical injustices. Uh, Thousands of pieces of art deemed looted by Dutch colonialists could be returned to the country of origin. After the Netherlands' most famous museums back to report proposing a wholesale recognition and rectification of these injustices mm-hmm. i'm thinking Tro- tropen museum is about to be bankrupt <laughs> because that is that is built on anything tropical that these dutch people found and, and you know secured <laughs> years ago the directors of the rijksmuseum and tropen museum in amsterdam said they would support the proposal made on tuesday for uh, a legal structure for the return of an estimated 100,000 pieces where claim of restitution could be made with the emphasis on return where involuntary loss is identified. Mm. Among the exhibits uh, cited by the reports from the Dutch Council of Culture as needed examination is a 70-carat diamond that belonged to the sultan of uh, Benjar Mazin and was sent to the Netherlands after his land, now part of Indonesia, came under Dutch control at the end of the 19th century. And the diamond is on display in the Rijksmuseum. Mm Whoa. Uh, if it doesn't belong to you, then you must return it. Uh, the author yeah. of The Government Advisor's bodies Report, Lilian Conchalves, Hokan Hu, uh, had said when proposing <laughs> a new independent committee to examine claims. Wow. There's a whole story on this. You should definitely uh, check this out on The Guardian. But, man, what do you think? What do you think is is... And who's claiming this? Because I don't see Indonesia or, you know... African countries claim this. Where is this coming from?
1: Um one thing you said was rectification um um where the Dutch Museum seems to rectify things. So I think it's just, you know, is this awareness thing um, right. um it has to do with the let's say
0: what the Black Lives Matters?
1: Yeah, not name? yeah, not yeah, not particularly that, but probably in the in the field or in the area of of um anthropology and um, the other one um when they dig up stuff
0: <laughs> I get what you mean, and I can't find a word for so, it. um archaeology um, right so
1: within the uh the, the field of um anthropology and archaeology mm-hmm. um they they they're looking for ways to still um rectify the history of um, the of of Western civiliz- civilization civilization mm-hmm. because um, when you look at the Western world now mm-hmm. every artifact or everything they have in their museum does not come from the um, where it's located at so okay. um, with the giving or let's say moving forward mm-hmm. right um, into the future, so probably they've sat down and there might have been some pressure coming from um, other countries as well. Mm -hmm. They've sat down, all right, Um, we get that, you know, we are now in the state where, okay, we have, and we probably apologize, but we also acknowledge that these things were once someone else's. Mm -hmm. How are we going to still keep whatever that we can keep and still give them whatever they feel or whatever they, they also, you know, because it's part of their history. I think, you know, I can't say they were pressured to do so, but I can say that uh, it's something that's been ongoing within the, yeah, the field of archaeologists because archaeologists, they go to Egypt and they want to discover things there. And from, from there, whatever happens to, um, I think last week they opened this uh, um, a, a mummified coffin um, for the first time in um, in, in 3,000 years or whatnot. Right. But archaeologists, I they don't... I'm laughing
0: because that's so not my cup of tea. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they don't deal with the politics and what happens to these things that they discover, um, right? And as well as and anthropology deals with the fact that you, um, it's an ethical movement as well. So it deals with, hey, um um where these things are found yeah. how are um how are, um how, how is business done is it ethical so the the combined forces of the archaeologists who love these places where these artifacts come from yeah and the anthropologists who like to do good uh, by, um, by oh, okay where these places come from i think that is what has um created this environment where western uh museums or western world is looking at all right how can we make sure that you know how how is this done ethically because the last thing you want is people to come in your museum and talk about oh these are stolen stuff these are stolen artifacts (laughs) and and to be honest this is what we are saying um to these european or to these western museums that what is there on display uh, is not theirs yeah um so it's it's a good thing um they're not forced to do so, yeah, and they're also looking at what the legal um legal way of um doing this yeah and and returning what is involuntarily taken yeah. so with this i am su- i'm assuming that an in investigation will be started to look at these pieces, all right, so where did they come from? And how yeah. was it acquired? Was it acquired by trade? If it was acquired by trade, that that doesn't that means they are not obliged to give it's them back. It's rightfully theirs. Ex- exactly. So that's rightfully theirs. However, it is if it is acquired by um, conquer and you know by uh, deceit, lying, and all this stuff, then indeed, then they do have to return or propose yeah. uh, a structure where it, um, you know the 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 rightful owners of those artifacts can um they can make a deal Mm -hmm. on how to handle this
0: yeah i think i think it does um i think that's a good explanation for you know how things are really going uh people are enlightened (laughs) in 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 a sense and uh probably also based on feedback by visitors and uh and things like that i wonder how it's going to turn out you know um i think that art deserves uh, a proper treatment it deserves some expert um expert advice and yeah. expert uh place especially you know if it if it comes back after hundreds of years it deserves uh, a rightful place yeah. you know in uh, its country of origin um i also hope that it will contribute to the culture the history yeah. and also a bit of tourism you know, I I I really pray that, especially you know, for our African countries, that we will take that opportunity, and uh, uh, and do that rightfully. But you know, um, we see it the more. I mean, the first the first topic that we we started, I think it was beginning of this year. Yeah. We started with Fra- France and uh, was,
1: was it last year? Or uh, year? Last year, even yeah, I think last Germany
0: year. and things. So yeah. this is becoming more or less more of a conversation.
1: And and on a, on the art side uh, specifically um it's funny because this actually contributes to the story of a certain artifact so let's say 50 years from now um for instance the the golden chair of the golden stool the golden stool right that one yeah what's being added to that story is the fact that it got stolen right right? by the Dutch, and then also it's so on top of um the the story that it had within the the culture yeah uh another one got added that it was stolen right and then it you know and then yeah. two centuries la- um uh, uh, a century later or two centuries later it was yeah. returned right and this and that and now it's it's here you know that yeah. also um keep on adding <laughs> to those artifacts so right on on from a from a from a perspective of art um uh, mm-hmm. and uh, you know purely that
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's you know it's good that yeah. you know, there the sometimes some sometime in, in in a in the future, someone right. comes along. Look at it. All right, right. let's place it here. Mm-hmm. That adds that adds um adds a story, adds right. value to it. Mm-hmm. And some you know, a century later, someone comes. Yeah. Right, okay, let's put it here. Yeah, or let's bring this here. You know, mm-hmm. this all contributes to what make or what gives right. uh, a particular art its value. Right. So yeah, you know, in all. I think I think you know they were off they, and, it's good,
0: yeah, and speaking of the golden stool, it has a Wikipedia page, man <laughs> <laughs> there is listen, it does the story is is yeah. serious uh around that, mm. um yeah, it's definitely worth talking about you know um talking to somebody from the arts, we should definitely have you yeah. know somebody soon uh from the arts to talk about to us about this, yeah. Yeah. yeah and and how that works, how it's even you know valued because.
1: And 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 what gave a certain art like it's right because um, someone told me uh, some time ago or I read this that the the most famous paintings that we know, Mona Lisa, uh, Rembrandt, and in their time it wasn't even considered. Yeah, (laughs) 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 right. But now it's like so you know something happens or something. It, it, there is a way of giving a certain act of um, art its a life. Right. All right. Yeah. Um, and that it's is it's value. It's value. So right. that's just, I think that's also a very interesting conversation. It is. Uh to have some uh, yeah. sometimes. And with. how
0: that would relate to African art. Definitely. Mm-hmm. We we should have that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh for those of you who listen out there, uh you're listening to Africa on Focus, and we are we're just a bit over time taking uh, the last five minutes to talk about what's going on in uh the world of africa uh myself miss abba alongside uh, donnie we're here a week after week on the sundays to talk about matters arising and to talk about what's going on in africa um you know one one thing that caught my attention is uh so seemingly police brutality this topic is reaching nigeria um, <laughs> monks, uh, months of angst and protest on the streets of Twitter against a special police force unit known to terrorize and extort from young Nigerians have finally spilled over into the streets of major cities across the country in Lagos in Abuja, the nation's capital in Delta in Osun in Ogun in Anambra in East of the country in Ekiti, and in a number of other states. Young Nigerians have taken to the streets to demand that the country's leaders disband the special anti-robbery squad, SARS, Mm -hmm. and reform the nation's police force. So the last month, a recent online campaign against uh, this rogue police unit occurred around the same uh, last year. I didn't know that. I really Mm -hmm. didn't know that. Mm -hmm. A Lagos-based software engineer had been accosted by men uh, of the force who seized his belongings, Uh, threatened to shoot him and demanded a million naira in exchange for his freedom. Around this time, there were increased reports of software engineers and other such technology workers whose laptops and mobile phones would be forcefully searched and who would then be labeled Yahoo boys, a colloquial (laughs) term for internet fraudsters, uh, manhandled and extorted. At the time, in addition to the End SARS campaign, which has been active for more than two years, which I also didn't know, Uh, there was a hashtag stop robbing us campaign, which was launched by industry leaders as a platform to launch lawsuits against the Nigerian police. Mm. Um, I seriously did, I I just had no idea about how this was, that this was going on for the crimes, particularly against workers in the technology ecosystem. And in January, October three. Uh, a tweet surfaced online. A young man had been shot reportedly by members of this wrong police unit. And the young man was shot in front of a hotel in ugeli uh, a town in Delta state, set the tweet and left for dead. Uh, celebrities are picking up uh, on this and SARS and SARS. And, you know, Twitter is ranting uh, about this um, thing that's going on. Mm. And, it's, I don't know if it's a coincidence that this is, you know, arising with police brutality, you know, being such a, a thing in, um, in the States. And now here, I don't know what is happening. Nigerians in the diaspora have also been rallying around and gearing up for protests in their various locations, mm-hmm. from interests from London, Canada, New York, to name a few. And more days of protests seem upcoming here as well, as information about meeting points and more protest venues fly around on the Bird app. The organizers of the Lagos protests have said, however, that after three days of protests, they will be announcing agreed resolutions later today. Mm-hmm. Ah, Should we be worried about this year? Can <laughs> <laughs> it get any worse?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. This is crazy. Well, th- this has been happening in Nigeria. I mean, right? They, 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 they know. It's, it's, and what, what just makes a difference is. The fact that it's being exposed now and the legal actions um taken um to sue the the, the law enforcement yeah departments in nigeria yeah. which is great they should start doing that in ghana as mm. well and actually i think in ghana it's, yeah it's,
0: but is it is it as this
1: Ghanaian, no it's not it's know? not this bad <laughs> but but you know police poli- police are working with certain individuals where you you can you can actually Call the police and tell them this person is harassing you. You give them a little bit of money; <laughs> they're going to take care of yeah. that. They won't shoot the person, right. but they're going to take her, You know, just roughen yeah. them up a bit, which is
0: we're not really the shooting people. No, like, we, uh, don't mean, no. we
1: don't mean the window. Okay, you know. But I find it interesting that this this special police force is targeting the Yahoo boys. I know, right? Um, yeah, but in a way. Would this sound bad? Let's say justified, because they're not. These are not, let's say, innocent civilians. Mm. Well, they are by legal terms, by because they haven't been convicted yet. However, um, they are suspected of internet fraud and stuff. And I think,
0: and I think also, what happens with these type of special forces is that they can go around reckless, and sometimes, a lot of times be uh hurting the wrong person
1: yes yeah right so that that's why they have to be kept in check Right. but i think their mission given to them is to um to go after these you know 419 uh, wow. um, boys and stuff but you know t- things can turn ugly and they can just shoot you on the spot without any repercussions um but it's crazy with the with, i think with the with the you know attacking them or going against them legal wise will be yeah it's a much better right um yeah thing to do
0: right better yeah i i hope it's it's not going to escalate you know these young people demonstrating and people ending up getting hurt more yeah yeah it's uh, yeah. it's it's not something that we need right now absolutely, I, I don't not. even
1: know what this special force is like
0: I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> like this is even the first time of me hearing about them, yeah. and um. Finding out they've been around for two years and this protest has kind of low key been happening. Um, yeah, I, I can definitely say that. Um, I don't want to compare it to Ghana and stuff, but we're, we're too afraid of, of things to be doing. Oh yeah,
1: we're alright. We, we just we just keep on fighting with our pastors and stuff. I mean, exactly. That, you know, that's, that, that's that's pretty the most much get is, you get out know, of us. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Right. Well last uh, interesting topic there's so much going on but uh, I'm sure we're going to cover that next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, an interesting read and that is more of a scientific psychological I didn't know I don't know what that is but since we're so much uh, you know into music country music fans uh, happen to be extroverts and blues lovers are emotionally stable. And Spotify claims musical taste can reveal your character and is granted a uh, a patent, even a patent. Wow! To personalize user experience based on personality types, so um, the music that you listen to uh, can indicate your personality type. A study claims with country fans uh, more extroverted and blues lovers more emotionally stable. Spotify has uh, 5,808 volunteers to complete a personality test that raised them on openness. Uh, a consciousness, extroversion, agreeableness, and emotional, uh, emotional stability. Mm-hmm. You're already smiling. <laughs> yeah. It then looked at their musical history and found that the songs people listen to could predict that their personality type would, with moderate to high accuracy. For example, people who like Aretha Franklin and soul music generally tend to be more agreeable and lovers of folk music are more likely to be open. And Spotify was this week granted a patent for technology that uses personality types to personalize user experience Mm. by changing the tone of voice used in spoken messages delivered within the service. The research team behind the music study was also involved in a new patent, which uses a similar questionnaire to determine personality type. Um, Another thing is also a previous studies that looked at personality traits Mm -hmm. and music taste had found no clear link between the two. The Spotify team said in the paper, but our results using big data and advanced machine learning techniques show the opposite. There's a great deal of information about personality that is communicated through musical preferences. A love of punk links to disagreeableness. Well, that one, I could, I could. (laughs) No, because punk is, it's totally opposite of, you know, and a lack of um, conscientiousness the team found uh, a finding not particularly surprising, mm-hmm. given the profile of punk pop culture. Mm-hmm. Country music fans and those into R and B were the most likely to be outgoing and extroverted, according to the research team. Mm-hmm. However, if you like death metal and emo music, you're more likely to be introverted. That I could see as well. All of the goths that we grew up with. Here's the thing, uh,
1: <laughs> this kind of like it makes sense, right? <laughs> Yeah. So I don't understand what uh what the previous science uh, uh scientific research was that couldn't link music with personality. But anyway, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So in some embodiments in which the personalized content includes one or more messages with audio components, the electronic device changes the tone of voice for messages for presentation to the user. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in other way, what Spotify is doing this using this within their way of showing your music preferences, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, they're really embedding this in, in their technology. I think it's good. Uh, it doesn't surprise me much.
1: No, it doesn't surprise me either. Yeah. Um, I have, no, I have no idea why.
0: This hasn't been a thing before. Yeah. But it's probably because you know how research, you know, it's, it's, it's linked to framework it's linked to a particular analysis so sometimes you'd be like oh oh this is this is correct and then ending point is okay it's not valid because
1: yeah and i am and i'm sure this is uh let's say what an inductive research what where you look at um the findings yeah and then from there you can draw a theory right right so in that sense they even though they believe there is a connection they couldn't find the connection so on a scientific level they couldn't establish that hey there is a link between music and personality yeah but you know because thanks to spotify doing the questionnaire and uh yeah and advanced uh, methodology they've been able to put the link but if you ask any person around right if you ask them do you think your music taste reflects your personality i'm sure most of them will say say yes yes.
0: yeah absolutely right but then
1: this is where it becomes a problem if you ask them to describe their personality. Yeah. So articulate who you are is as always being a problem. So you know most of the time when I am trying to get to know someone, I always ask them describe yourself with with three words or mm. three words. And then another thing I do because you know I um, I'm not dating, but okay. I, I mean So do you
0: get an answer?
1: Who, yeah of course and okay. you know I you know I, I I give them the time to think about it okay. but another thing I do is um I ask for their their playlist Is it Their um, Spotify have this Let's repeat That's really
0: inspector gadget like <laughs> don't I have to go in
1: there like you know I'm not oh, great God. No what are you doing no that those are fine but who are you so right. I ask okay all right so Spotify have the on mm-hmm. on repeat playlist um which is music that you've played the most It's, it's not a like, um, it's, it's a generated playlist by Spotify himself. So yeah. not, not one you, you create on your own, sure. like, favorite. Sure. No, so they look to, okay, well, what have you been putting yeah. on repeat and all those things. And then yeah. they, they, so I asked um, them for, for this playlist and I can tell, are you listening to one particular artist
0: or a selection of or is there a selection
1: of multiple artists and also these artists are they in within different genres or are you listening to only r&b artists are you listening to only rap hip-hop artists right and 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 this is also reflective of my own so i regularly go back like okay this is my you know this is my top 10 um Okay, I see Jacob Banks. Oh, I see J Electronica. I see Kendrick Lamar hip hop. Oh, wait, who is that? Is that Stevie Wonder? How come? So I just go through this and um and I find myself sometimes I'm, I'm even proud when I see like uh, an African or South Year with him in, in my top 10. Like, yes, <laughs> I've been listening to so uh, like when it's uh when the Black Love I um album dropped. I was listening to so many of his on the Black Love oh, album. Oh, the Black
0: Love, but that one is a good album. Yeah, so oh.
1: I was like, Yes, because uh you know I was looking i'm i'm listening too much um too many um American artists, like well my Ghanaian uh artists, but then you know soccer yeah, makes it in the top ten. I'm like, yes, exactly, we, yeah <laughs> exactly yeah you know we yeah. Did it. um so for me for me, it's been you know indicative of um uh, you know um who am i who I am and also right um I've made it a, a goal to always once in a while have a new artist within that top ten right, so that challenge for me is to keep me. You know open yourself up to more music than what you already have, yeah now, yeah, so you know i've been I've been giving this within the uh
0: yeah i would I would say the same thing uh in general, I'm a very observant type, yeah, and um you know within the observations that you make, you do realize that um you know you might come across somebody that maybe on top of looks you might think, oh that person doesn't really think deep about life mm-hmm. but once he shares about you know the type of rapper or something he listens to the type of lyrics then you start realizing wait you cannot be uh superficial and, and listen, listen to, to that this. artist yeah exactly. you know what i mean and um it i don't know it's some some artists show some type of consciousness by by with that by way of their listeners yep. you know and um also a way of you know how that person you know reflects on life Makes decisions, um, probably thinks of you know our current day to day, the current mm-hmm. pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I would definitely say that I'm I'm actually happy that somehow or the other it's come to prove yeah. that you know a music taste does reflect some type of car uh, character. So would you date somebody that's on a Cardi B, a full list of Cardi B music? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fullest of Cardi B, you know, I mean, that 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 you know, that, that's that's telling me we're gonna have some fun, you know. That's, oh yeah. That,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: <laughs> yeah, that that's some fun music right there. But if it's only Cardi B, come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, I some, can.
1: Some Aretha Franklin. Would be good
0: too, you know, I totally get it. You know. Well, um. Speaking of uh, Sakoria, we should uh, definitely end with a Sakoria song. Um, and that's because um, his his album, that Black Love album, is just simply fire. and um, and also uh, because uh, it's Sakoria, man.
1: Did he win album of the year with that one?
0: Uh, I'm not sure, I'm not sure uh, if he did. Did
1: he did the BET? What, um, this year's?
0: I don't, I don't know. Um, no, no. As as for B T, the African one, mm-hmm. uh, was Burning Boy. Yeah. Ah, oh, yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. Okay, definitely okay,
0: Burning okay, Boy. Okay, okay, um, okay. but you know he he's onto something. I follow him on on Instagram, and he I think he had a writers' camp in his house with all kinds of artists. So, so for yeah. The, yeah. yeah so I I really believe he's gonna um
1: really shock the world again uh, as he as he does. Uh, quarantine, like this Corona thing for mute uh for any artist within any field yeah has been some
0: type of adjustment and really getting into that yes you know this is
1: like the you you're not touring you're not doing anything please get in your zone start writing
0: exactly start making the music and uh (laughs) and he had he had a successful virtual uh concert you know in collaboration with this new um upcoming app or something so, uh yeah, man. he he that's a perfect example of he has his fan base, he has his people that yeah. he grew up with and he continues to build, and he knows the industry uh, as in terms of he knows what to bring to the All table. Right. you know, yep. but um, that's how could it for you.): <laughs> <Yay> for <soccer. laughs> All right. Um, well, we've come to the end of uh, Africa on focus, uh, you know, in spite of our our hiccup starting. Uh, we continue to run it down and have a conversation with uh, Esther Dankwa and also, you know, come back to reflect on a lot that's taking place on um, in Africa. We have some interesting topics to cover next week as well. Uh, we are going to talk to a serial entrepreneur, um, you know, who is uh, from the UK and um, he's going to talk to us about, you know, um, how do you uh, set up international collaborations and in making contacts, the networking aspect. Uh, how he has okay. Been, has I need that, that
1: information too.
0: You do, yes. <laughs> and uh, also we will have uh, 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 Palgrave uh, uh back on the show to you know. We're going to see if we can talk to him more about this uh, Pan Africanist mm-hmm. this rise and this rising interest of people um, coming back to the continent. Um, make sure that you follow Africa on Focus. We are on all of your streaming platforms uh Africa on Focus the podcast, which is a recap of our weekly show and uh plus, we are coming back every week with a list of full programs um I think in the morning time, super early there is a a devotional um uh church program happening on high radio that we also have a sports program. Uh, with uh, Anonce, uh Fridays is is packed full, uh, Y-Zone with Gary, Saturdays, we have East African Sound with uh, Candy Silva. and uh, uh, what else do we have? We have the Afro Bongo, which is a bit of African history with founder, CEO, uh, Royal, mm-hmm. uh, is it called Royal Baby or Mr. Royal, Royal? Mr. Yeah, Mr.
1: Royal. <laughs> <Excuse> <laughs> this so is not a baby.
0: <laughs> um let's do that you know stay uh, stay blessed make sure that you follow us on all social media platforms at high radio and now thank you for listening to africa on focus we air live every sunday on high radio from 7 p.m accident time join the africa on focus platform on facebook instagram and twitter at africa on focus or visit www.africaonfocus.com and follow me on all your social platforms twitter facebook and instagram at miss Abba. shout out to high radio and q vibe for the jingle